Dodge County. Basketball season is officially back, and we've already seen some insane performances through the first weekend. So today, Jared and I are going to be chopping up early season surprises, disappointments, rookie debuts, the actual debuts, not the set yet. So we'll see you on the other side of this beat. County, another episode, episode two. How we doing, Jared? I'm doing well. Basketball is back, Sammy D. We're, we're feeling so, good. There's so much to go through that I think one of the best parts about starting a new podcast is we kind of get to play with the format. Um, yes, you know, so do. last week, we, we could probably do this for six hours. We could like filibuster in Congress with the amount that we could talk about Top Shot. So I think going forward, we're going to, one, one thing we're going to at least try is splitting these episodes into one about NBA, the actual NBA, talking impressive rookies, MVP yep. ladder, games, you know, overreact to everything. And then that episode will be dropping Tuesdays. And then a second episode in the week on dropping on Thursdays, that's all top shot. Yes, I love it. And yeah, both of these episodes will be kind of big picture, right? We're going to, we're not going to, I mean, there will be detailed things that we talk about, of course, but they will be more about what happened the last week, big picture, where, where things sitting in the NBA, where things, things sitting in Top Shot, all those sort of things. We can just kind of rip it and discuss what's going on, just what we've seen in the last week and what we're doing in challenges, what we're doing um with collecting and also just what players were excited for and all that sort of thing so i'm, I'm and i would not be it. surprised in the slightest if a, a decent amount of top shot <laughs> sneaks into our basketball centric episodes because i could literally be writing a grocery list and somehow find a way for top shot to sneak into that um yes i can too we we both <laughs> uh, spend hours in discord every day and we talk top shot nonstop. So that's what we do. And so it's the fun. Best pl- it seems like the best place to start here is the intersection of both of these though, is that we both went to our team's opening games and we both did so courtesy of NBA top shot. Yes, we did. Yours was team last Captain's night, right? Program. Yes, it was last night. Unfortunately, my thunder lost, but it was a great time. Uh, you we went to, yeah, yeah, we did. Right. You we actually, like, you literally run. Oh, yes, I did. <laughs> Thanks for the reminder. So, yeah, that was pretty cool. Uh, we gave away some uh, Thunder Shop merch to some collectors, and I was one of the lucky winners. And I rigged got myself. Yeah, I know, but it wasn't. There was people, all sorts of witnesses. So on a scale a of-, of on a scale of eight to 14, how guilty did you feel? Announcing so yourself as the one. It is really weird. So someone else pulled the names, but I was the one telling the group. And it's how like, much did you pay that person? <laughs> Zero dollars. Is this Zero okay, dollars. It's not on the blockchain? No, no, we're good. So, <laughs> but it was kind of awkward. But you know, I mean, I'm a collector just like them, and so it's like we get in on the giveaways and um, try and make it as fun as we can for the collectors. And that's what it was. Like we had around forty of us at our pregame meet up at a local restaurant um, and brewery. And uh, that was a lot of fun. And so, yeah, we, we got over there and everybody kind of hung out and just got to know each other 
definitely some new faces, which was cool. Um, of course, some of the same similar faces we've met over the summer and whatnot. But getting to our first live game was a lot of fun. One of our collectors sat courtside, Glaze the Ham, and he's legend. He had, yeah, he had a lot of fun with his wife sitting courtside and just. Um, I believe there was a kiss cam appearance. Yeah. So what's funny is I missed that. Um, but I did hear it happened. I, I was uh, I was not down in the uh, arena at the moment. But anyway, fun times. And yeah, it's just cool that like Top Shot can provide something fun like that for not only me, but obviously everyone. And so, uh, yeah, I'm just excited for a lot of the games we're going to be going to this, this season and just really growing Anything together. Anything noteworthy in the game? So, I Besides mean. Besides getting, uh, what was it, like high ankle sprain? Yeah, ankle sprain. And again, sprain. I I was actually not. So third quarter, I missed part of the third quarter, and that was when he got hurt. And uh, so Snacks I Snacks are really... important. What's that? Snacks are important. Oh, yeah, of course. Um, but no, I would say a couple things kind of stood out. The The Thunder just don't have any big men. I mean, they they are they're not they're not deep at all in, in the front court. I mean, they, when you got Kenrich Williams and um poku and jre doing like your chang um, looked like he got he got a little bit of run yeah he does but like i mean he's kind of actually he's kind of more of a guard though in the way he really is so yeah i mean and then so so go bear he's that we've played the wolves twice now and he just dominates us he's averaging like 18 boards a game um and then of course towns as well so go bear has looked dominant both games against the thunder uh, I still like that pickup for hashtag my wolves. Um, <laughs> like we talked about for episode one, but uh, no Edwards was dominant last night. So that was fun. I mean, it's always cool to see Ant-Man um, in person and he scored like 30, I think 30, 33, something like that. Um, but yeah, that was a lot of fun. Uh, yeah. It, it's just fun to watch basketball again and the, the energy in the arena, you know, home opener, really fun, kind of a bummer shade didn't play. Um, but we're watching. Yeah, basketball I also had again. a little bit of home court bummer. We went. Um, my wife and I went to the Hornets game here in Charlotte. It's always, you know, I feel bad because um, I've been to a dozen, two dozen Hornets games, a lot of games. I've don't know if I've ever been there to root for the home team. <laughs> yeah, it's not a good feeling, you know. So I went, and I knew that I. I went to, you know, there was like a tailgate before with a bunch of Top Shot mm-hmm. collectors, which was a lot of fun. And I knew there was going to be a photo, obviously, at the end. So it was like, mm-hmm. I shouldn't wear like the Boston hat and the Boston <laughs> shirt. And like, you know, I'm going to dial it back a little bit. And if there's a photo, maybe I'll like kind of get in the back. Um, I didn't wear the hat. I did wear the shirt. But I also front was front row because that's yeah. my personality. I'm a front center kind of guy. There and um, but, you know, everybody understood it was it was chill. But, but even funnier is that they're playing the Pelicans, and so my boy Herb. For yes, those of you Herb. not in the Badge County Discord, Herb and my dad went to the same high school, Hale County High School, in Moundville, Alabama. And so, when he signed uh, Alabama, you know, six years ago, we mm-hmm. immediately became that was our favorite guy in college basketball, favorite mm-hmm. Alabama player of all time, and so just obviously elated that he's had the success as quickly as he's had it. Um, you know, so anyway, 
I'm wearing a Boston Celtics shirt. I'm in the Charlotte Hornets arena. I'm pulling for the Pelicans. Uh, it's, you know. NBA fandom. All in NBA one, right? fandom. Yeah. So, no, it was a lot of fun, though, like meeting a lot of collectors, sort of figuring out, you know, we've obviously sort of all got our little communities, um, whether it's on Discord or Twitter or whatever, but it's nice meeting the people sort of in your area, figuring out, you know, there's going to be people that have similar strats. There's people that have, mm-hmm. you know, that are like more DFS kind of coming at it from that. And a lot of, you know, some people that just collect Hornet stuff, mm-hmm. but basketball wise, the Hornets are not good. Well, the, you um, say that, but they're actually two and one, right? So, <laughs> I mean, I guess, yeah, that's a number, but you know, yeah, yeah, they're not great. Nick Richards, Nick Richards has been kind of great. Uh, Dennis Smith Jr. doing his annual, does he, is he great? Yeah. Um, you He's know, he does it every right? year. Um, I've got him in both of my fantasy leagues as of about 24 hours ago. Streamed him yesterday, it went great. Um, you know, obviously, Lamelo's out and Rozier is out. The night when I was there, Gordon Hayward kind of led him, and I mean, the Hornets still took the L. Yeah, was say, that was Zion funny. played pretty well, yeah. right? Ah, uh, not really. He not missed really? like twelve layups. Okay. Um, you know, it's one of those things like when you see a stat line, like if Jason Tatum goes six for eighteen, it's like, oh, it's kind of an off night. But there's probably like some mid range. There's probably some tough yeah, shots, jump shots from the yeah. yeah. But when Zion goes six for eighteen, that means he missed. Uh, 12 shots within two feet of the bucket. I just think, you know, he's excited. The game hadn't quite slowed down for him yet. And he's, you know, he's still trying to get his, get into his motions. But honestly, the Pels looked a little sloppy. Um, CJ McCollum is really steering the ship right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know last night they're calling it like a, <laughs> a posterior hip contusion, oh, but Zion yeah. has a bruised bruise. butt. Um, <laughs> yeah. And honestly, I really hope we get, it was uh, coming from a Jordan Clarkson block, a chase down block of Jordan Clarkson on Zion. It was just none of it made sense on paper, but Weird. it was incredible. Yeah. Uh, it looked dirty at first because Zion just like, you know, he hit the ground hard. Absolutely. 100 percent clean. Um, so he's got a bruise, a bruised butt, a bruised rear end. And mm-hmm. Brandon Ingram went out with concussion symptoms. CJ McCollum just like absolutely, you know, steer. I mean, I think they were down like 18 points to the Jazz, which is the mm-hmm. next topic we're going to get into. But um, yeah, so the the Pels took the W when I was there in Charlotte, took the L last night in Utah. Um, I mean, McCollum's still a bucket, though, right? I mean, McCollum is a bucket, is a bucket. That's, that's what's is cool. Is like, I think he kind of was getting, I don't know kind of left behind. Well, he said the James Harden was- thing last year. Yeah, they both got traded, you know, to new systems where they hadn't, there was a definitely like a different hierarchy mm-hmm. um, from where they true. were coming to where they were going and they needed an off season. Uh, and they both got the off season and we can see what an off season does to guys like Harden and McCollum. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess I, I watched a little bit of that game you were at. Um, most importantly, the halftime show, PD Pablo was there. So that was what I was most excited for. It was um, <laughs> Yeah. But uh, I grew up on PD, so it was fun. Um, but yeah, no, uh, Zion just is still like, as, as far as physically, though, I mean, getting to the rim, like, yeah, maybe he missed layups, but like, but I'm, he got I'm, there. I'm not he worried. Yeah. I'm so not worried. Easy. Yeah. And it's similar to like, 
like I don't know, I was watching Giddy last night, first half. He got to the rim pretty easy. Like he's he's actually big. Like Giddy is a big guy and he can handle and whatnot. And I'm not saying he's Zion, but he's 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 bigger. And so like getting to the rim isn't super hard for Giddy. He just can't seem to just finish, finishing. You know, uh, yeah, have we yeah. seen we're we're only three games into the Chip England phase yeah, right? the era. <laughs> So, you know, I think there'd be some dividends. And obviously, we, you know, got I saw that Jalen Williams has an orbital fracture. Um, yeah, J-Dub. Yeah, he'll be back in about a week. Yeah. Shea's out, you know, still a little shaky. And Giddy, so it's just, they're a young team. Like you said, they're not very deep. They're playing Lindy Waters. Well, it's and a lot, Yeah, it's a lot lot of young guys. But that's, yeah. that's okay. Which I mean, is fun, it, if, it, if it's fun. So what's, yeah, so it actually has been. So, like, that's one thing that's cool about young teams is they are they're fighting all the time like they don't give up in games like they've gotten down in all these games but they don't know how bad they fight. are yeah they put up like a fight in the fourth quarters in most of them so until the wolves decided to hit eight threes but yeah honestly the star of the night that i was there uh um, jonas valanciunas jonas valanciunas i mean i think it mostly has to do with the hornets having I, i'm hoping that the hornets will start playing nick richards or maybe figure out that I don't know if Mark Williams was hurt, but he is just out of the rotation. You take him. Firstly, the Hornets draft Jalen Duran, ship him out for, I think, two second round picks next year. What is that? No, no clue. Uh, I'm trying so hard to be a Hornets fan. And it's just they make it really difficult. Um, so they start yeah. Plumley, And, you know, Plumley's fine. Plum, Plumley is a serviceable NBA big man, but mm-hmm. he's not. He should be a backup. Guy. Yeah. And you know what? If you've got a guy like. Uh, Victor Wimanyama and you're tanking, just tank. Especially for the games that like, look, Lamelo's not even here. Let's just if, if Lamelo's not there, let's just lose it. Just lose the game. Yeah. Uh, and if you're gonna do if this is all for you know developing, develop Mark Williams. Yeah, I, I guess I haven't followed that exactly, but yeah, I'm I'm with you. I haven't even seen him play, right? So is, I don't know. I think he's played five total minutes. Four, zero, and one are his totals. And Jonas yeah. Valanciunas absolutely feasted. He had 30 and 17. Well, they that's kind of like a similar situation to my Thunder. Like the, so the Hornets are – like those big men are just so much better than, than some of these young guys, you know. You get it's, excited about yours till you see them next to others. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but – we probably talk enough about these teams, right? The Hornets <laughs> and so. the, the Thunder. <laughs> those are our, our hometown teams. We got that out of the way. Yeah, right. Um, All right. I love it. Biggest surprises, obviously, my the you know those Pel- those same Pelicans that were pretty dominant here in Charlotte, then go to Utah, the presumptive winner of the preseason award for you know most likely to to win the right to draft Victor Wembanyama. Mm-hmm. They don't. I don't think they want him. I don't think that anyone told those players that they're supposed to be really bad because <laughs> so far they're you know pretty great. They are atop the Western Conference. Yeah, it's crazy. Number one so, seed. <laughs> I, you know, this league. Yeah, I I didn't realize like their roster until they started winning a game or two, and I, I mean, I knew that they traded, you know, Mitchell and Gobert and whatnot, and I actually think their roster is decent. Like they have, they have about eight or ten guys that are pros, and so oh, yeah. It's, I mean, they definitely don't have a superstar anymore, but like Markinen is young still. 
But they've got and these guys that have been like tossed aside. They're like, ah, they're not anybody. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Colin Vanderbilt. Sexton's just a scorer. Yeah, Vanderbilt. I don't know how much they wanted to get rid of Vanderbilt. Um, he's still had foul trouble. I think he's averaging like five and a half fouls a game. Um, <laughs> he has 16 fouls, I want to say, through That's hilarious. three games. Uh, Colin Sexton, he's just a scorer. He can't do anything. Honestly, he's not. He wasn't a big part of the of the game last night. I know. Um, Olenek, he's just trade bait, and I don't understand it because obviously well. we're seeing what he's doing. Lowry Markkinen, he's his third team. Um, you know, Walker Kessler was kind of an afterthought in that trade, and I, I witnessed it. So he went to Auburn, and so I witnessed him absolutely. I mean, he just had his way with every with the SEC last year. SEC, yeah. you know. Uh, I think he averaged five and a half blocks a game. Mm-hmm. Um, Taylor Horton Tucker. Honestly, has he been doing much? I don't think so. I don't, I don't think so, no. He wasn't in the closing lineup. But, you know, last night they're running out with. But then they still got Conley, who's been actually solid. Conley was great. You know? He's just, you know, he's a pro. He is a pro. He, ex- exactly. So it's like, I mean, I don't, I don't expect this to hold on really. But if they're healthy, which I think for the most part right now they are. I think they're going to be solid. I mean, it's they're just definitely hard. a lot of fun. It's I didn't have any kind of hard to. It's kind of hard to tank like immediately. So, if you think about the Jazz, like they were a good playoff team for the last what five years, and you can't just rip the cord and like be just horrible. I I mean, it's it's not that easy because you're going to get veterans back in these trades. You know, sal- salaries have to match, right? So. You can't just get three players that have been on those teams, though. What's that? Rudy Gay, Mike Conley, Jordan Clarkson. Yeah, I know. Extent of their um, sure, but they but they got a bunch of role players on these other from these other teams that are solid. They did as much as they could to just cut the cord. (laughs) Yeah, they did as much as they could, but I mean, you can't do it in one. That's what I'm saying. One off season because they still need to like trade potentially Sexton again, or they need That's to the trade. Thing is I think they're going to probably be like, you know, they, Danny Ainge is just rubbing his hands right now. You know, mm-hmm. like he's seeing the trade value of these guys that are not, I think marketing is probably a piece of the future. Um, well, well Markkinen is like hitting his this. prime. That's why he's playing so well. He's 25 yeah, years old. And like- Kessler, <laughs> maybe, maybe sec or, and, and Jared Vanderbilt. I think those are the three players that are like, I'd like to keep these players beyond an O'Shea. You know, I was really kind of thought I'm kind of ready for the tank because I'd love to see O'Shea Abaji play a little more. I loved him at Kansas. He's kind of one of those older guys. It's like 22 already. Yeah. Um, yeah. But so that has been one of the biggest surprises. Are we surprised that the Lakers are the worst team? They're awesome. Have you you had the privilege? I've I've watched a little bit. I mean, they sometimes play late games, so it's a little tough for me. Um, of course, I've read everything, heard it all. But, I mean, I, I, like, ultimately, they're starting Lonnie Walker. I, I'm assuming he's still starting. I know he started the game I watched. Um, you're not you're not going to win like that. And then when are like, you going even to like start? Beverly, you know, and yeah, I'm not going to talk about Westbrook. OK. I know that's what I'm saying. Like at what point? (laughs) At what point? I feel like I'm I'm talking to LeBron last night. He was angry last night. Somebody said something about, you know, do you want to go for the two for that? So they're up, um, in Portland. You know, they're up, and then they go for the two for one. They're up. I think one point at this. They're up a point. Yeah, one one point. Yeah. Russell Westbrook comes down, goes for the two for one, takes at 
you know, honestly, like not a bad jump shot. Like it's not, there's nothing inherently wrong with the shot, the timing of it. It's just who it is and the situation. And LeBron said exactly what you just said. Are you trying to get me to talk about Russ? <laughs> but at some point, so we what's, have funny, to talk about Russ. what's funny about Westbrook, obviously I watched him for what was almost 10 years and he is, he is a two for one. Like he will never pass up a two for one. Like I'm not, he will do that exact same thing in any two for one situation. I don't care if it's first quarter, second quarter, third quarter, it's guaranteed. It he's going to do that. And yeah, I mean, and sometimes it worked, you know, it did in the past, but he's probably, still but we also all saw, you know, the Anthony Davis wide open three where Nurkic was just like, Oh, it's just him. And then mm-hmm. Davis shoots it off the side of the backboard. You know, and we're watching LeBron yeah. James shoot with 18 seconds on the shot clock from the logo in the middle of the first quarter. Like, what are we doing? I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, Lonnie it's, Walker, it's honestly, a- like, kudos to Lonnie. Lonnie is, you know, he, he, he played well last year with the Spurs. He got himself a scenario as a starter for the Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, and I think the second game, you know, he had like 26, 28 points or something. And last night, maybe like 15, probably a little bit more par for the course. Um mm-hmm. Well, the fact like, is, you're is like, getting what you're they getting. They, they have no shooters. They're yeah, shooting 20, 21% through three games from three. He's like their fourth best player, Lonnie Walker. I'm just, I'm, I, it's not good. You know, it's, it's not great. And Beverly, I think at a certain course, point, we have to start reevaluating, like, you know, if you take the name off the back of the jersey, how long are we going to grandfather in Russell Westbrook into the top three of a team? Oh yeah, no, for sure. I'm with you. I mean, but I mean, if I'm being well, what honest, can they like, do though? You know, like they've got two first, and I think they like wisely aren't. I, I don't think that. Ugh, I think they just they 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 messed up. It has nothing to do with the picks. It has nothing to do. Yeah, it's not about like oh they should have, you know, sent those picks out. Like they, their off season was really bad. They signed the wrong players. Well, and, well, the problem is you can't sign anyone when you have no money. So they yeah. they can they can just continue to sign these vet minimums, and they have I don't know what they can exception. do. Is like I don't you know obviously no, it's hard they, to talk about any team three games into an eighty two game season being like are they done they're done they're not going to make the playoffs and we can just like write them off. Well, it, um, it, it, it's it not. I mean, like it's one of those can. things where they they can be a decent team probably, but they they're not. They don't have a team to be a championship team. I mean. Is like as much as LeBron's decent still. Okay, he's great still, but he's not LeBron of what we've seen before, right? And, like, yeah, Anthony and, Davis, and, not what, what we wanted to see. My, I'm fearing that my preseason dark horse MVP candidate AD is. Uh, <laughs> hey, so some of our preseason things are already not looking great. Remember the 60 win Sixers? Uh, we could probably talk about them too, right? Hey, you know they could still do it. Mathematically, they can. And mathematically, the Lakers can go seventy nine and three. So because on paper, we talked about this in the Discord in the Badge County Discord too. That like on paper, they looked like the deepest team. You know, going and getting yeah, D'Anthony they, they, Melton, PJ Tucker, Daniel House. They looked like, you know, when you're sitting there saying like Matisse Thybul, who's you know kind of been discussed as like a potential perennial all all NBA defense guy. He's like mm-hmm. kind of out of the rotation. That's, I guess, I don't know if that's how deep they've become or how much of a non-factor he's become on offense. Um, probably a little bit of both, but it just hasn't really worked out. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I think Embiid just they, doesn't they, seem like the conditioning they, just doesn't. He seems like he's been exhausted. Uh, James Harden has been a revelation. He's been, you know, back to his usual stuff. I mean, they have they did have like a close game, right? Or close couple games, if I'm not mistaken. So probably worse that they lost close games to those teams. They lost to the Pacers. Yeah, so they lost. They, no, lost, they lost to the, the they lost to the, the Celtics. Celtics. The Celtics the first game, which that was actually a fairly close game till towards the end. I think. Yeah, that was a good game. And then they lost to the Bucks, ninety to eighty eight. Like, what is that? Like, I mean, obviously, my one scoring. of my favorite stories of the year so far is that um, you know we've got our conference players of the week on the Eastern side. We've got Jason Tatum. I mean, yes. Your boys, uh, my boys, my boys are, but you know what? My boys are, are, are down in the trenches right now because there's no Rob Williams. Al Horford, I guess is not ready to do back to play back to backs. Uh, you know, you've got, no, he's, he's not doing that the rest of his career. So yeah. And then you've got guys like Derek white stepping up, scoring 27 points. Um, we've got like Noah Vonley is a featured part of our rotation and we are three and oh. Noah Vonley, top five pick, I think, at one point in his career. He's also never lived up to that, but yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, your your Celtics are solid. I mean, and it's all, but it's Tatum, right? Thirty five a game, Tatum. So I mean, that helps you. Jalen Brown's right playing there. great. Marcus, I mean, it's just like really, it just there's really not much, to, a whole lot to talk about other than Derek White has been beyond, obviously, Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum is top five in the league and, you know, please, please at me on that one. Um, my other, you know, and then on the well, Western it's one side, of those things, it's one of those things like you talked about, like we, we were bringing in previous years sometimes to our top fives. Like we got to sometimes forget that like Tatum is top five, I would say. Right. That's, I mean, I I, that is, that is a conservative take. Mm-mm. Wow. Um, okay. On the Western side of the ball, we've got Damian Lillard who is doing, Who's back, you know, back on his BS. Dame time. Dame yeah, time last two night. Two forty point games, right? Last night was just where or not even last night, yesterday afternoon. I'm sitting there in my living room. You know, my wife's on her phone and I'm like, Hey babe, there's twenty seconds to go and it's Dame time. And she's we like, guess. I don't know what that means, but I I guess that you want me to watch the television now. Um <laughs> and even someone who doesn't know Dame Time, now she knows what Dame Time is. Just if if it's a 20 second game and there's, you know, it's a one possession game, it's game time. And it's, you just know what's happening. It's just fun that it's back. You know, I mean, we missed it. And that's, that's what I'm excited for. You know, I, I think I, you know, great for Jeremy Grant too. I missed the end of that game because that was during our uh, kind of pre. It was awesome. It was great. Uh, You know, I mean, the Lakers looked like they kind of had it under control. Um, Blazers, I wouldn't say clawed back because they weren't down that much. But, um, yeah, Dame puts him up. And then Bron comes down and just somehow, like, I want to say he was right around the elbow and just sort of, like, you know, does a little LeBron move. And all of a sudden, you're like, wait, how did that's an easy leg. He's just got a bunny here. Um, down one, Jeremy Grant all of a sudden. You know, because obviously, like I said, you know what time it is. It's like five mm-hmm. seconds left, one possession game. It's Dame time. Um, Jeremy Grant gets to the gets to the rack and wins the game. He, I don't, Love you know, I don't know if he's going to be like a. Love it. Yeah, 
I don't know if he'll be like the addition. I'm interested to see what Jeremy Grant does long term for the Trailblazers team because he's he's a good scorer, but he's just and he'll have to be better there defensively. Um, yeah, he's still a streaky scorer in some ways. Like he's not a great that's a shooter. Problem. His peripherals are but no but good. I do think like the one thing that's good about Jeremy Grant for that team is like he's got this like bouncy energy that I think maybe they need in that big man spot. Cause like you have Nurkic who's kind of just a big bruiser. Right. So then you've got Josh Hart eating up rebounds for breakfast. Yeah. Which <laughs> best I, rebounding guard. I feel like I actually haven't time. watched a ton of Josh Hart, but I watched him the he other day. Awesome. Like, yes. He's fun. Like I love Josh Hart. Yeah, so underrated. I, a lot of guys from that, the last couple of years in the Pellos in New Orleans that were very underrated. Josh Hart and Jonas Valanciunas. I'm going to keep going back to my boy, Joe Val. I love Joe Val. Um, oh yeah. Two of the best rebounders, period. That's what they do. They live for it. Um, I like it. Uh, well, so, I mean, I would say, so we have, we only have four unbeatens. So we've got the Celtics and the Bucks, which is, I think, pretty much what we expected right in the east and then but then the west yeah we got the jazz and the blazers which i'd say that's a little surprising i know it's one week but um that's, a, yeah, four, that's what we got it's been only four week. teams you know yeah so it's interesting that you know there's six teams that are still haven't won a game including my thunder a couple other things that i guess we could talk about some rookies and some gotta talk about even, rookies We're even the, even young, younger guys right so like I, I I was looking at the standings here and like Jalen Green, he's been he's, he's been scoring up. Yeah. And so I I feel like he gets a ton of shots, so that helps, but he is he is a bucket. Like uh, some of them threes he's made and whatnot are are pretty fun. And so Yeah, and it, it's not like he's just the one, you know, it's like, oh, well, it's just him. Like KPJ's gonna need his shots and Jabari Smith is, you know, that's what he he needs his shots. So it's not like Jabari Green or Jalen Green has just got some, you know, out the wazoo usage. I'm sure it's high. I'm actually kind of curious to see what it is. But um, yeah, I mean, he definitely likes to shoot. He's he that, likes does. to shoot. That's a good way to put it. <laughs> but I mean, you're right. I mean, they just don't have any defense. If you've seen these Rockets scores, it's like 129, 137. Like at least that's yeah. They're definitely a collective play target. Yeah, exactly right. I mean, uh, even Sangoon, which uh, I'm not really. Uh, he's just he's just not getting. Um, what well, so yeah with with Houston? I mean, they came out with he, Bruno he, Fernando he as the starter. Well, yeah, but he's still playing, and he like he played well. He's, I think it was yesterday, right? I mean, or two days just, ago. Yeah, he's just got to figure some stuff out. He's still really young. Um, obviously, you know, I'm very high on Sting Goat, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, you know, I mean, it doesn't. Doesn't help his case when you, you see like when you see the opening day depth chart and you're saying Bruno Fernando, like what are we doing here, Silas? And then you watch you like okay, yeah, Bruno Fernando, I got it. Well, there's a yeah, I mean that's the thing is like <laughs> some of these rookies are young guys. There, there's still these players that are like 28 years old that are you know grown men that are better basketball players, even though their potential is is reached, like they've maxed everything. So just kind of the way it is i mean even for the thunder kenrich williams is like probably the third or fourth best player on the thunder right now which i mean sounds not great but he's he he's good like 
because he's you know he knows what he's doing he's he's just been around a while and so he knows how to play the game and the speed and physical yeah, so, I mean, you know so Shane Goon's playing with the second unit but he still has his usage is still at 25.8 second only to Jalen Green so when he's running with the twos he's running the twos I don't know, he scored like 20 points yesterday didn't he or something like yeah, that cause, yeah because uh so Bruno's out Usman Garuba's playing uh, you know his back and he's just not as much of an offensive weapon um, which obviously that's Shangun's sort of shining light right now. Um, yeah, Shangun. But you know, Jabari's played well, um, but it's going to be hard, hard to outshine Paolo. Yeah, so that's the Paolo. And um, speaking of moments, he he had oh, that's that poster the game one, right? Are we, are we going to get that? Because like... It has to be. <laughs> I always get nervous. <laughs> no, it has to be. We riot. We <laughs> riot. And I'm not, you know, big those on posters that. are kind of like always a little iffy because you're like, you know, is Gotta they be. be okay with it? Are they, uh, was it a charge in, in actuality? Or if, if Yuta Wananabe gets, gets a moment, you know, if that happens, then this is happening. That's okay. the best 4K. I, yeah, it's, it's going to be the it, best one as far as moments go for sure, right? For a few seasons beyond this, too. I mean, it's just like such a, um, and, and maybe I think player the, with the stats he's putting up, right? Not yeah, just he's moment. over here getting like 25, 5, and 5. He's doing stuff like after the first game, I remember noting to myself, sort of saying, well, that's good good for the pod that, you know, I think the only other first round pick are, maybe, I don't know if it was number one picks, so I didn't do a very good job notating this in my head, I guess. But um, rookies, I think it may have just been rookies, but rookies with 25, 5, and 5 in their first game, Pretty sure like Stackhouse or something was on that list. But now he's just doing now. It's just like, okay, well then he played a second game and there's another record he broke and there's a third game and it's another stat. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just NBA ready on a team um, that I think the magic are doing a good job of building this roster. They're huge. They're enormous. Um, so yeah, that was what I was going to say. So I went to summer league um, this past summer in July and, that was the thing that stood out to me the most about Paolo, how how big he is. Like he is huge. He's, he's you know, he's like 6'10, 250, and just ready to play in the NBA. And that not he's coming to, you know, from Coach K's just, you know. And he can well also coached. handle, you know, uh, well enough to, you know, get his get his shots and whatnot. So there's a reason that these Duke guys not only like that Duke's gonna get them because they're great, and then Duke's gonna make them better because of Coach K. So you know, it'd be interesting seeing like how the Duke prospects go. My brother's going to like Coach Cake. So. Um, but you know, this is I'm going to probably do this every week. This is my Alabama football nugget, roll tide. Um, but you know, like there's a there's a a history there of like professional coaches know the college coaches that you know. That's why you see the the Jason Tatum's and the Paolos mm-hmm. and the Zion's. They're just you know, NBA ready. Obviously Zion's had some injury troubles, but like when he's been on the court, it's like 27 and eight, he's just, he's just there. Um, and you know, my personal favorite who didn't quite have the, uh, the coaching pedigree, but Benedict Matherin has been, I don't yes. think he was, you know, I, I know that there's like obviously some obsessives like ourselves. We knew about Matherin. We watched him, you know, at Arizona and he was great. Um, but I, he's making himself known to the, to the world at this point, he's not doing a lot other than scoring, but boy, is he scoring? Yeah. And it just looks good. I'm, I'm kind of a weird, uh, it's got to look good to me. Like 
some of these players, they step in and they can score and they can do this and that. I, his just looks ready and real and like sustainable. And so I'm all about it. I wanted the Thunder to get him pretty bad when I just knew he was going to get drafted, you know, higher than the Thunder second pick. So we didn't have a shot at him. I think he went like six, right? Or what was it? Six, yeah. I, I believe. Yeah. I mean, he's a stud. I think it's really cool that backcourt with the Pacers, him and, um, Halliburton. I think Matherin's been coming out of the coming off the bench, but I imagine that will change. Just it's kind of just yeah. He's formality. gonna he's gonna win Duarte's spot. Yeah, it's just a it's just a formality. I mean, he's a rookie, whatnot, whatever. Yeah. Um, if Heald gets moved, um, you know. Yeah, I mean, he's kind of like a two three. Both of those guys are like him and Heald. They're kind of two threes, and so uh, you know, I think it is what it is. But yeah, I love that backcourt. And Halliburton's been playing well too. I mean, he's averaging like twenty five a game. He's earning um, his. You know, Halliburton was like a top fifteen fantasy pick, which is something also like I would love to work into the show. Personally, it's like I don't know how many. You know, I did a, a little poll on the the Badge County Twitter today just to sort of see like what percentage of people around Top Shot at large play fantasy basketball. Mm-hmm. because have you played before right before yeah, we have played. a badge county yeah. league this year but um yeah i mean i'm obsessed with it i played for like a decade now and it looks like let's see 81 percent vote yes um but yeah so i mean though 81 percent is aware that it was kind of weird seeing halliburton you know i knew he was going to be great this year he's going to have a lot of opportunity he's been mm-hmm. you know he's obviously been fun um and years past and he had an opportunity to become I think he was the the money bet for uh most improved this year. But yeah, he was going like I mean, some drafts he was top ten pick. Top ten, and, yeah. Uh, it's worth it, you know. That's a risky pick, but so far gotta look gotta feel good. It's about interesting, it. you know, obviously their team's not great, so who knows exactly what this is, but I mean that that trade for him and Sabonis it was kind of like it was so weird how that trade went down and it was it felt like right away everyone was like all about the Halliburton side and then I feel like Halliburton didn't play very well or whatever the case may be and like Sabonis well, played Sabonis pretty is just well great. yeah Sabonis is just consistent but like ultimately long term <laughs> I like the Halliburton side of that trade just yeah because I like the Halliburton side of it you have to have guards and to win in this league really i mean they, neither one of them went to necessarily like winning franchises so i don't know like as yeah, far it's still as hard to tell big right? picture if it even matters who's better um it certainly doesn't right now no but our boy sabonis in the badge county discords are our, our lone uh, pacer fan he's excited so the only lonely pacer fan <laughs> but nah. yeah so there's been some other ones you know we don't have to get all all the way deep on you know one through 60 here but like i said kessler has been awesome uh you know i think he's had he's been sort of not necessarily forced into a bigger role but he sort of found himself with a bigger role you know i think he shot six Mm -hmm. for six he was the first rookie ever or the first debut ever of 100 percent from the field and a double double uh not a bad way to start Jaden ivy in detroit i think he's going to be yeah he's a score him and kate are going to be a really fun backcourt to watch for the next decade exactly detroit fans feel that way um, some deeper cuts though. Uh, Christian Coloco has been, I mean, do you see the fight? 
No. Oh man, we got it. We got a our first good fight of the year. Uh, Caleb yeah, Martin got suspended. The, we can get that in the AV Club, or did you put it in there in the Discord? Uh, no, I don't think I, I don't think I have yet. I, I need to do that. Throw we it got, in there. Um, for those of you not in the badge just badge county Discord, for one, get in there. It's fun. This is what we do. We should be talk about. Um, we've got a channel that's AV Club. We're just posting highlights and fun videos and whatever. I like going down to you know rabbit holes down YouTube of just highlights. Mm-hmm. Up till four in the morning. I know we've all done it. If you've ever watched basketball highlight clips until four in the morning, you belong in the de- the Badge County Discord. Well, there might not be that many of those people. We're the only sickos, but um, I've done it. But if you go there, then you'll find a Christian Coloco and Caleb Martin. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, Coloco got fouled by Martin and didn't love it. Um, but as he's on the ground, Caleb Martin kind of like, comes over and stands right above him and Coloco gets up to try to, but before Coloco could really get up and square up, Caleb Martin has speared him into the first row underneath the stanchion. And I mean, it was a, it wasn't really a melee. Cause I think everybody else, there was a lot of bodies in there. Most everybody was trying to break it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Caleb Martin got a suspension. I'm not sure if Coloco got a suspension. Um, well, if he got speared, maybe not, huh? Yeah. Uh, no, Coloco was just fined. 15 grand for a second rounder. That's a, that's a pretty penny. Yeah, he's he's like trying he's to pay on the price. Talk, he's trying to talk to one of his teammates. You got anything to help out here? Yeah. You know, and he's obviously not doing a lot of the way of the box sheet, uh, the box score, but, um, you know, he's getting 16 minutes tonight for the Raptors. I've called it the box sheet before, so don't feel that's okay. Bad. <laughs> no, I do feel bad. I'm, I'm, I'm going to regret this. I'm going to edit that out. Um, That's fun. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, no, I, I think there's been some solid rookies. I think those top guys, honestly, is the story though, right? Paolo and I've, I've, uh, they've got to be, yeah. Paolo and, and Matherin right now are sort of, you know, Keegan Murray missed. He's still got some post COVID conditioning going on. Yeah. He only uh, missed Jabari. one game, right? So like, Jabari's just not going to have the time to like really shine if next to Jalen Green as far as I mean he'll shine but just not I don't think we're going to be seeing any like thirty six point explosions from him. No, um, I'm still an Eason guy. I like him. When I watched him at summer league, he was fun. I just he's, don't see the path for minutes right now. Like he's going to be really fun in March. Yeah, that's going to be kind of that's kind of my thing. Like I mean, I, he's another SEC guy. He went to LSU. I've been watching him for years and big fan. Um, you know, but I, but I think the opening night depth chart really kind of speaks volumes when you've got Bruno Fernando and then you've got Usman Garuba and then you've got, you know, Shangun. There's just a lot of big bodies that Easton's kind of got to get through. And I think he will, if it was about like fielding the best, most competitive team, I think he'd probably still be there because he shined clearly in uh, the mm-hmm. preseason, but uh, preseason well different. in a couple weeks we'll be talking about j-dub he just had a fracture in his face so he'll be back in a week or so and we'll be talking some j-dub so my yeah my thunder rookies that having three uh having three uh lottery picks hasn't been as exciting as it could be yet so who knows there's still time obviously chet's out the year so yeah only three uh, games in uh yeah so maybe we should um Let's let's call it here because before you know, next thing we know, we're going to be knee deep in Top Shot talk, and we've got a lot of roadmaps. First episode, uh, if you haven't listened, if this is your first time with us, uh, 
Um, Welcome into the county. Welcome right? to the county. Our first episode was the roadmap, which was uh, we did last Monday. So the only piece of the roadmap that we had was more high honestly, level, high level yeah, over yeah. tiers and whatnot. It was uh, more breadth than depth. And obviously in the ensuing blogs after that, we got a little bit more in depth with it. And so we're going to be talking roadmap. We're going to be talking challenges. Um, you know, what are parallels? Do we like parallels? What's common? What's rare? What's legendary? All the good stuff. How many, um, what's your, you know, what are, what are our strategies in general? Mm-hmm. Like even above all of the like information, we've all got the information about the top shot blog, it, you know, blog.topshot, nbatopshot.com. That's all the information is there, but, um, mm-hmm. what are Jared and I going to do about it? Um, we're going to be talking that we're going to be talking about it and we'll, uh, we'll see you guys on Thursday for that episode. So be sure to like, follow, subscribe, wherever you're listening to your podcast, go follow us on Twitter at batch underscore County, hop in the discord link can be found at our www.twitter.com slash underscore County. (laughs) Just click the hyperlink that I just said out loud and yeah, we'll see you guys in a few days on the County.